There's a ton of information out there about creating a social media content plan. But content is only half of the social media equation. The other half is the most overlooked part of growing a social media presence. Want to know what it is? Join me here for episode 116 of Just One Simple Thing. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Welcome back, friends. We're spending this month talking about social media. It's one of the most common questions I'm asked. In fact, one of my clients asked me just this week, how much should I post on social media to grow my ministry or business? And if I listen closely, what I really hear them saying is, what's the minimum amount of time I have to spend on social media? It's not surprising that so many people and maybe you're one of them, want to limit their time on social media and maybe even get off of it completely. Much of it has become a toxic place, triggering the worst kind of emotions and behaviors even among Christians. We've lost our ability to disagree without being disagreeable, to view people as something more than the next sale to show up as real, normal people. Social media is no fun because so many have forgotten the most basic principle. Social media is meant to be social. So if you want to put the fun back in social media, renew your focus on the most overlooked part of your social media plan, and that's engagement connecting with other humans in authentic ways that build relationships and expand your network. But engagement is not just randomly scrolling through your feed and sprinkling a few likes and comments here and there. It's also not sending spammy DMs to every new follower. And it doesn't have to take you hours every week. Let me share some of my favorite engagement tips that are genuine, strategic, and productive. Number one, engage at all levels. Generally, the social algorithms assume that people who engage with you want to see your content. They want to see more of what you're posting. And so they're going to show more of your content to people who are engaged with you. So your engagement needs to be focused on the people that you really want to reach. Start with your new followers. Make them feel seen with a simple DM. And we'll talk a little bit more later about what that DM should look like 
and what it shouldn't. Also engage with your current customers and clients. Amplify them by commenting on their content and sharing their accomplishments. That's going to strengthen your connection with them and keep you top of mind so that when they need your services or help or support again in the future, they'll come running to you. And also engage with others in your niche or those adjacent to your niche. The point of this is to find common ground so that it could be the basis of collaborations and partnerships in the future. This is the part where you are expanding your network, which creates opportunity and community. Okay, second, use comments and likes strategically. I know it can be really easy to just mindlessly scroll through your feed or scroll through your stories and drop a like here, make a little comment there, and before you know it, you've spent hours and you're not really sure you accomplished anything. One of my favorite ways to do comments is to create a comment chain. I start by replying to comments on my post, and then for one person who made a comment, I might go to their feed and find one of their posts that resonates with me and make a comment on their post. Then I'll look at the other people who are commenting on their post. And if I find one that I think might be someone I can connect with, I go to their feed and comment on one of their posts or share one of their posts and tag them. When you create this kind of chain, you're deepening your relationships farther than just the people you know and the people that they may share your content with. This chain has resulted in new followers, new subscribers, and new clients that I found just because I did the comment chain. And it's a lot of fun. It's almost like a scavenger hunt looking for someone that you feel like you might want to connect with. Okay, number three is use your messages, use your DMs wisely. Now, there is a time and a place to let someone know about an offer in a DM, but it's not in your first or only message to them. Remember again, social media is meant to be social. People don't want to be marketed to, but they do want to feel noticed that you understand their struggles, and that you have a solution. So after you've created a relationship with someone through simple DMs, hey, Susan, thanks for the follow. I look forward to getting to know you. Or, hey, Beth, I saw that you were on Jenny's podcast. Way to go. I'm really excited for that opportunity. So things like that that are encouraging and and open the door for conversation are great places to start in their in the DMs and messages. And then after you've developed that rapport with them, then it's okay to say, hey, Susan, I saw that you've been struggling with this, and I have a brand new resource coming out that might help you. Can I tell you more about it? Give them permission to say no, to say I'm not interested, or I'm already working on a solution for that. But nine times out of 10, they're going to want to know what you have to offer because you've already created a relationship of trust with them, not a spammy marketer relationship with them. 
All right, number four is groups. Now, if you are on Facebook, I know something about you, and it's that you are in too many groups. All of us are in too many groups because they're so easy to join, and then we forget about them and all those kind of things. But Facebook groups are still a great place to make connections, to get to know people, and to serve people where they are. Go through your groups and divide them into two categories. Well, actually divide them into three categories. The first category is just groups that you need to leave. Either they don't fit your current season, they are not what you expected, they don't have the right vibe that you're looking for. Just go ahead and feel free to leave those groups so they're not cluttering up your feed. Then take the rest of your groups and divide them into two categories, interaction and reference. There's a lot of groups that I really love because they've got experts on different topics in them or the people in there are really responsive and helpful. And those are the ones that I keep as reference when I have a question that might be covered by somebody in there or I need some advice on something. I'll go in that group and search and first and see if I can find the answer in the group. And if I can't, I'll ask a question and be grateful for the answers that come. Then there's other groups where I'm actually making connections. I have relationships with people in the groups and I want to maintain those relationships. And you can't do that by just showing up every once in a while and dropping a link to your podcast or dropping a a link about your current offer or making a pitch. That doesn't build the relationships of trust in the group. So in order to have that kind of consistent interaction that does build relationships, keep your list of interaction groups small, manageable, so that you can make a schedule to show up in your interaction groups weekly. So if one of your interaction groups has a share day on Monday, go in there on Monday and share your podcast episode or blog post or whatever they're asking you to share And then scroll through the group and see if there's anywhere else that you can offer encouragement or answer a question or just be part of the community. But make a schedule to visit maybe two groups every day throughout the week so that you can maintain the relations in your interaction groups. And then lastly, I want to share one new place that I'm really enjoying engagement, and that's in threads. If you haven't heard about threads, it's been all over the social sphere the last few weeks. It's a new platform that is called Instagram's version of Twitter, but I really think of it more like a cross between Instagram and Twitter. It's a text-only format like Twitter, but it's got Instagram's vibe. I just saw someone yesterday post that the one thing that stands out to her about threads is that nobody is cussing her out yet. And let's hope that it stays that way. In the first few days that threads started, someone said, maybe it's a place to learn about your audience, not a place to market to them. And I've really taken that to heart. I've posted things off the top of my head questions I'm wondering about, random observations, what's happening in my world today. It's so easy to post those things in text without having to go to Canva, create a graphic, 
go to reels, try to find some music and find something funny or whatever. You can just be very natural and organic with the text only posts. And it's creating conversations without the barriers of stickers and polls and all those kind of bells and whistles. It feels very authentic and organic. So before you write off threads as just another social media platform to distract you and waste your time, take a look and see if it might fulfill a specific need in your social media strategy. I know that's the way I'm looking at it right now. I'm not preparing content in advance for it. It's really just a place to interact um, during the day in very simple and unplanned ways. So those are some of my best engagement tips. Engage at all levels. Use your comments and likes strategically with something fun like a comment chain. Use DMs to develop relationships, not with spammy sales pitches. Engage in Facebook groups intentionally, using some for interaction and developing relationships and others just for reference. And hang out on threads if you think it might fulfill a need in your strategy. Let's all go out and make social media fun again. It takes great content and consistent engagement. If you want to get more detail, check out my upcoming live masterclass, Simplify Your Social. If social media is overwhelming you and you just want someone to tell you what to do, this masterclass includes a quiz to determine your social identity, and it will tell you based on that identity, your target number of posts, stories, and videos and give you more than 50 ideas to get you off the blank page. So visit doanewthing.com slash simplify for all the details. In the last episode, my first one back from my summer break, I made a huge mistake. Did you notice it? Episodes 1 through 114 each have one simple action step for you to take. And then for 115, I totally forgot about it. I must have still been shaking the rust off, but I'm back in the swing of things now. So for your one simple action step, practice your social media engagement by snapping a screenshot of this episode wherever you're listening, post it to your social media and tell me your favorite way to engage. I promise to share it if you tag me at do a new thing. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. 
You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.